RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The headlines. The lawmaker for the transport sector calls for people found guilty of providing ride-hailing services to have their vehicles confiscated. Six China Airlines flights between Hong Kong and Taiwan have been cancelled today as hundreds of pilots continue their strike and a delay in the submission of inspection forms for a section of the Hong Kong-Juhai-Macau Bridge leads to more questions about construction industry quality. Transport sector lawmaker Frank Kiyik said the government's plan to increase the penalty for drivers of ride-hailing services doesn't go far enough. The Transport Department on Friday proposed to double the penalty for illegal carriage of passengers for hire from $5,000 to $10,000 for a first conviction. For subsequent convictions, the fine will be increased from $10,000 to $25,000. Mr. Yick says the government should also confiscate the vehicle being used. I think it's too mild. <laughs> it doesn't really help because they just raise one level. And then it depends on the court's judgment at the end of the day. If you look at the history, uh, 5000 is the uh, starting penalty, but the, guard, but the, uh, the court always come up with uh, 2000 3000 So even if you raise it to 10000 it could add up maybe 4000 to 5000 It doesn't really help. A 37-year-old man died in an accident in Taipo last night that involved a lift platform on a special-purpose vehicle. The vehicle was heading along Taiwo Services Road West towards Fanling when the lift platform on the vehicle apparently hit two overhead power cables. The man who had been working on the platform sustained serious head injuries. He was later declared dead at the Prince of Wales Hospital. Six China Airlines flights between Hong Kong and Taiwan have been cancelled today as hundreds of pilots continue their strike for a fourth day. Management of the airline and union representatives are expected to have another round of negotiations at 5 p.m. The pilots have called for better staffing arrangements for the so-called red-eye flights, but the company has rejected their demands, saying it would increase costs. Veteran engineer Albert Lai says it's unusual that there was a delay in the submission of inspection forms for a section of the Hong Kong-Juhai-Macau Bridge. Last night, the Highways Department confirmed that almost 30% of the request for inspection and survey check forms hadn't been submitted on time. The project, carried out by China State, China State Construction Engineering, involved the roads between Scenic Hill and the Hong Kong Boundary Crossing facilities. Documents of this kind have recently gone missing on the MTRs shut into Central Link, which is at the center of a shoddy work scandal. Officials said they were notified by the consultant Arab last summer about the missing documents for the bridge. They said the contractor had now submitted the forms with the dates of the signatures, indicating it was a late submission. But Mr. Lai said each party should have a copy of the form. These forms should have been filled up uh, at the time of inspection and that the forms uh, had uh, multiple copies uh, sent, kept by both the contractors uh, and the uh, engineers. Uh, as well as uh, the uh, highways department. So uh, if uh, we witness such a serious delay, that is certainly unusual in, uh, and uh, it also indicates uh, a serious issues in terms of monitoring. The highways department said no quality issues were involved and none of the documents had been forged. It said Arab had discharged its supervision duties. Meanwhile, a former director of civil engineering and development, Raymond Chan, has said whether engineers filled in the forms on time or not isn't the key issue. He said engineers could sign the forms after they return to office, as the conditions at the work site aren't always good. 
Not normally, I, I I use my private notebook to drop down what I have seen, what I have done, the day, the time, things like that. And then I, after I return to office, I do all the formality, uh, filling of forms. But nowadays, we, we people are getting in a more electronic way. First, they use the iPad to to do the record photo to record what it has done. Uh, I think the most important is that they have done the process, the checking process, before the contractor is allowed to do the next major step. Uh, of operation. Whether they defend the form on time or not is not the key issue. A veteran trade unionist is calling on the construction industry to change its practice of hiring casual workers. Li Chukyan made the call after the ICAC revealed an increase in complaints over recruiters extorting cash from workers for job referrals from just 12 in 2016 to 31 last year. The graft busters said some workers paid up to $250 daily as so-called tea money to the recruiters for fear of losing their jobs if they didn't. Mr. Lee said employers should take the lead to stop the practice. It's more responsible for employers to change. They should ask the workers not to have referral fee and that they should give the workers a more of a short-term contract that is not a so casual basis, not a daily basis, but on a, a basis of the whole project. So I think by having not so casualization of work, maybe we can, uh, we hope that we can uh, solve the problem. The Undersecretary for Labour and Welfare, Kasper Choi, has dismissed criticism that the government's supervision of residential care homes for the elderly and disabled is lax, saying there's a stringent mechanism in place to ensure service quality. Speaking at a LegCo welfare panel meeting, Mr. Choi said the Social Welfare Department had reported a total of 26 abuse cases at these homes over the past three years. Speaking through an interpreter, he said there are thousands of inspections each year to make sure the homes, known as RCHDs and RCHEs, are doing their jobs properly. The frequency of inspections for the past few years, on average, we have arranged over uh, 5,000 for RCHE and over 2,000 for RCHDs. In our uh, supervision and inspection, we have been very t- stringent. Looking at the numbers, for the past few years, we've added more staff. Congressional negotiations between Democrats and Republicans aimed at averting another U.S. government shutdown have broken up without agreement. The parties are trying to reach a deal over border security funding. The BBC's Chris Butler in Washington, D.C., says there are signs Democrats and Republicans are discussing the real issues causing the impasse. They are talking about money. They're talking about what deals they are prepared to do. There is also that question of whether or not Republicans, and particularly President Trump, wants another government shutdown. I did think it was interesting that he was tweeting some comments from another congressman in which he said that the president is on sound legal ground to declare a national emergency. Now, of course, that's that thought that potentially, instead of trying to get the money from Congress, President Trump could declare a national emergency on the southern border. And if he was to do that, it could potentially mean that he took the funding for the wall from some other pots. U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar has announced her candidacy for the Democratic Party nomination for the 2020 presidential election. Senator Klobuchar, who represents the state of Minnesota, says she'll be a moderate voice. She addressed supporters in a blizzard at a rally in Minneapolis. I promise you this. As your president, I will look you in the eye. I will tell you what I think. I will focus on getting things done. That's what I've done my whole life. 
And no matter what, I'll lead from the heart. Australia has signed a contract worth nearly $35 U.S. billion with the French state-backed consortium DCNS to build 12 submarines. The deal has been long in the making. France beat German and Japanese rivals nearly three years ago to win the contract, which has been described as the largest capital project in Australian history. British Prime Minister Theresa May has questioned an opposition call for Britain to remain in a customs union with the EU after Brexit. She made her comments in response to Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the opposition Labour Party. He'd set out his conditions for giving parliamentary support for the government's Brexit deal. Mrs May said a customs union with the EU would prevent the UK from striking trade deals with other countries. Britain's Defence Secretary Gavin Williamson will announce plans today to modernise the armed forces so the United Kingdom can redefine its role in the world after Brexit. In what's being billed as a major defence speech, Mr Williamson is expected to warn that the country needs a bolder and stronger military ready to use its power or risk being seen as a paper tiger. He'll warn actions by China and Russia have blurred the boundaries between war and peace. The human rights group Amnesty International has joined the United Nations in accusing the army in Myanmar of committing new abuses in the state of Rakhine. Amnesty says the Burmese military is shelling villages and blocking access to food supplies. The BBC's Nick Beek reports from Yangon. UN investigators have already accused Myanmar's military of crimes against humanity in three different parts of the country, including Rakhine State. Amnesty now claims army divisions which were involved in alleged atrocities against the Rohingya Muslims 18 months ago have been deployed there amid fresh violence. Civilians have been caught in the latest clashes between Myanmar's army and ethnic Rakhine rebels who are mainly Buddhist. The army is consistently denied human rights abuses. Hip-hop artists and female superstars have dominated this year's Grammy Music Awards in Los Angeles. The host, singer Alicia Keys, opened the ceremony alongside Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez. In a surprise appearance, the former First Lady, Michelle Obama, delivered a message of female empowerment. Childish Gambino, one of the top nominees, won Song of the Year for his hip-hop track, This Is America. The 18th century period drama The Favourite has scooped the most awards for an individual film at the annual British Awards, The BAFTAs. It won seven categories, including Best Actress for Olivia Colman for her portrayal of the British Queen Anne. Colman's co-star Rachel Weisz won Best Supporting Actress. The movie was named Outstanding British Film. Its director, Yorgos Lanthimos, accepted the award. This film took 20 years to make. I contributed to the last 10. Uh, I want to thank the producers for trusting me, my wonderful crew, and, uh, of course, the, the three leading ladies uh, that I couldn't be more proud of. However, the top prize of the night, Best Film, went for the first time to a Netflix movie, Roma, based on the Mexican director Alfonso Cuaron's childhood. Currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 109.95 yen, the euro stands at 1 U.S. dollar 13 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 14 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,000, that's 60 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $47 billion. Sport, and here's Adam Jung. We start with football. Manchester City have handed Chelsea their heaviest defeat in the Premier League era. Jesus chips it back towards David Silva, who picks out Zinchenko, whose ball across is turned in by Sterling. Left foot, roof of the net. It's 6-0 now. 
Manchester City are back to the top of the English Premier League after Sergio Aguero scored a hat-trick in a 6-0 pounding of Chelsea at the Etihad. Aguero's 11th Premier League hat-trick matches Alan Shearer's record. Teammate Alexander Sinchenko says he's a pleasure to play with. He's on fire. We're so happy for him. He's absolutely goal machine. We played well, you know, and uh, we scored almost every single chances in the beginning of the match. But uh, I think that's more about hard work, you know, in the training sessions, not about luck. City moved above Liverpool in the standings, but they have played one more game. As for Chelsea, their manager Maurizio Sarri said any questions over his future will be decided by the club. The Italian was apologizing to fans after the game. I'll try that uh, the players uh, will do their best. Uh, for the moment, I have to say only sorry, because in the last uh, three matches uh, away, we, we played uh, very badly, and so we need uh, to say sorry. Tottenham made it four league wins in a row by beating Leicester City 3-1 at Wembley. With Spurs up 2-0, Leicester's Jamie Vardy missed a penalty with his first touch. Spurs got goals from Davison Sanchez, Christian Eriksen and Son Hyun Min. Barcelona's lead in the Spanish league is just six points after they failed to score at Athletic Bilbao. Lino Messi and Luis Suarez both started, but Barca had to settle for a goalless draw. Fourth place Sevilla were held to a 2-2 draw at home by Abar. In Italy, Cristiano Ronaldo scored his 20th goal for Juventus as they beat Sassuolo 3-0 to go 11 points clear in the Serie A. AC Milan are up to fourth thanks to a 3-0 win over Cagliari. Russell Westbrook scored a ninth consecutive triple-double to tie Will Chamberlain's 51-year-old NBA record. Westbrook led the Oklahoma City Thunder to a 117-112 win over the Houston Rockets with 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. Elsewhere in the NBA, the league-leading Milwaukee Bucks without Yanis Antetokounmpo were no match for the Orlando Magic. The Bucks got outscored in every quarter at home as Orlando beat them 103-83. In a new look, Philadelphia 76ers beat the LA Lakers 143-120. That's the most points the Lakers have allowed this season. Joel Embiid led the Sixers with 37 points. Newcomer Tobias Harris added 22. And that's your look at sports. That's Adam Jung. To end the news, our top stories once again. The lawmaker for transport sector calls for people found guilty of providing ride-hailing services to have their vehicles confiscated. Six China Airlines flights between Hong Kong and Taiwan have been cancelled today as hundreds of pilots continue their strike and a delay in the submission of inspection forms for a section of the Hong Kong-Juhai-Macau Bridge leads to more questions about construction industry quality. The news from RTHK. AM, FM and live online. This is Radio 3. When it comes to giving blood, you may want to know which is the nearest donor centre and how to book an appointment. Download the Hong Kong Blood app to find out more. You can access your donation record, receive a reminder for your donation day, and make an appointment for your next visit at one of the nine centers. All that makes blood donation easier. One donation can save three lives. Act now. Download the Hong Kong Blood app to give blood more easily.